and welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where each episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. This episode, we are returning to our Disney bracket for the first time in a while, and it is the grand final. So, we've got the finalist from our villains bracket, the finalist from our princesses bracket, from our sidekicks bracket, and our princes bracket. So, we have Maleficent versus Flynn Rider versus Mushu versus Rapunzel. Yeah, now this one, we had a bit of fun with these. Obviously, we went through um, quite a lot of uh, characters, quite a lot of um, princesses and princesses and villains and sidekicks, and got to these four. And in looking at these four, there's some very distinct differences between them all. I mean, there's, there's no sort of commonality between them. So it's not a case of you saying, right, well, that one's a magic user and that one's a magic user, therefore it's just who's stronger. There's going to have to be some very different tactics in this one as well, because there's nothing that anyone has that they can say, well, I'm better at that than you and take it from there really yeah they are i i feel like there's two um two combatants here that that are way op compared to the others but i don't know i mean i feel feel a bit sorry for flynn here if i'm honest um i don't i don't know what he can bring to the table he's got no magic power as such um whereas the other three are all magic users to an extent um and even yeah, that's true. Even more so than that, when you start breaking those down, I mean, Mushu's kind of lame, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, Mushu's going to end up as uh, some sort of meal. I mean, look, he's a teeny tiny little cuddly dragon. Uh, Mal- yeah, I mean, Maleficent. I can't even remember how he got through, to be honest. I seem to remember that it came down to the fact that he actually was a magic user and a dragon and could kind of shapeshift, if I remember rightly. And there was something about his command over fire that helped. Yeah, I think it came down to him and um, Flora, Fauna and Merryweather, didn't it? And I think the fact that they needed, uh, I trying to remember, they, they needed wands and they had to cast spells, whereas he could just breathe fire. And it was it was to do with that. I think it was the fact. So it was the fact it was more organic, and his his approach was more natural. Yeah, it, it was something like that. Um, I mean, there seems to be a natural inclination here, I guess, because all three are hero characters. For Flynn and Rapunzel and Mushu to kind of team up and kind of three way Maleficent, essentially. Um, and I think they're gonna. Yeah, but even... I think they're gonna need to, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. I, th- I think so, but I think even then, I don't really see, I don't really see that being that effective because there's not really anything they're going to be able to throw at Maleficent. I mean, you've got Mushu's kind of a, as you said, a kind of a puffy dragon. He's just going to breathe a little bit of smoke. Ryder relied very heavily on other people um, to to get through. You know, that's that's his thing. Is he, he capitalizes? He's an opportunist. And I mean, yes, okay, Rapunzel has magic hair and it's somewhat invincible, but how do you translate that into into a fighting stance uh well i mean she's a pretty good fighter to be fair um you know she's handy with the frying pan she does a lot of kind of weird almost kung fu-esque movements with that hair she uses it to vault and stuff and it in itself is kind of a living weapon the, the key here though is she is essentially invulnerable um that is the yeah. that is the that is the problem I think is that as all powerful as Maleficent is, Rapunzel's fucking immortal. Essentially, her hair makes her unkillable. Yeah, 
And I mean, I think the thing that you have to look at, so as you said, they'd, they'd have to team up. But the way you'd need to look at it is the hair would need to be the weapon and everything else would need to be a distraction. But how likely is Maleficent to fall for that? Uh, I mean, you might get one or two good licks in, but I mean, she's she's kind of canny. And I think the problem is as well, the more you piss her off, like <laughs> the more powerful she is going to become because she's going to get to the point where... It... I mean, we, we always say that these, these things are a fight to the death and occasionally we have to kind of nudge characters in the right direction kind of against their moral code almost um we don't have to do that with maleficent she is evil incarnate <laughs> and yeah. the the more you piss her off just the more she's going to throw at you really yeah and, and i mean i think her attacks as well i mean because they're um they're magic based and from memory again it's been a while but from memory it's all based in her no, she, she doesn't need no she it's not incantations and spells she can do shit yeah I think that yeah yeah she, she doesn't it, it this isn't like you know around a cauldron and shit like that she has a, a staff and she just kind of conjures shit essentially yeah ex- exactly so i mean i mean you, you the way to get around her is, is you've got to get close to her and i think that's where the hair's going to come in and the numbers game is going to come in um to a point where no, it's you'd have if you had the, the Mushu and Ryder attacking, and so she can be focusing on them and making them dance like puppets or turn inside out or whatever the hell she's going to do with them. Meanwhile, the hair comes up behind her and gives her a slap. The problem is, you're only going to get away with that once. Yeah, definitely. And the other problem is there that kind of exposes the hair, and the hair is the strength. So, I mean, essentially, Maleficent's first move has to be to chop Rapunzel's hair. That is, that's her yeah. only chance at victory. Now, I like. I, but, again, I, but again, I mean that requires that requires her to getting close. Otherwise, I mean, it's going to be taking you know, take six, six inches off, trap it again, takes another six inches off, and take a couple of weeks to get close enough for a bun to actually remove it from her head. In order to do any sort of serious damage, she needs to be riding close so she can take it off fairly close to the head. And if she's going to do that, she must well slash her throat while she's there. Yeah, I mean she can change form so there's no reason she couldn't transform into some sort of small flying thing uh to get in close i guess and then transform back when she's in close and and cut the hair off um problem she's got there is if she transforms into anything small then that puts her in the realm where potentially mushu could take her out yeah i was gonna say i mean mushu could i mean if she's getting small to fly close enough no mushu can get in there Mushu could also eat her. And most likely would. So, yeah. So, so that that doesn't work for her. Um, so, I guess it's just kind of got to be all-out attack for her. Just as big as she can possibly get. Turn into the giant fucking dragon. Um, yeah. And I guess just immolate Flynn and Mushu immediately. <laughs> if she can. Um well, I mean, of course she can. Is whether those two can actually defend themselves is the question. Now, I seem to remember last time wasn't the whole thing with Mushu that essentially he's, he's kind of a fire elemental. I mean, he's not, but he kind yeah. of is. And, and we did say that, like, you couldn't burn him, really. Yeah, that was it. I mean, I th- yeah, I think that was right. I mean, but then again, you look at the, the power that Melissa's got and she would just say, well, fuck it, I'll freeze him to death instead. You know, or I'd say, I'll... I'll, I'll pull his skin off and turn him inside out and sell him to a no, sell him to a, food, uh, a restaurant you know it, it's it, she's not limited the, the limit of her power is her imagination so I think she can pretty much do whatever 
Yeah, definitely. But it it removes her ability to do it all in one go, if you like. Um, it, like I was saying, she could transform into the giant dragon and just immolate them both. But if she can't oh, yeah. just breathe fire and take Mushu out, then she can't take both of them out at once. Um, not well, no, actually, right. not in that form anyway. There's no reason she couldn't do it in some other form because Flynn's going to be vulnerable to anything. Well, Flynn, yeah, I mean, he's, he's mortal human, isn't he? So he's, he's pretty much the weak link in this one. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, it's going to be the chink in Rapunzel's armor as well because she's she's still very, um, very innocent and very human, and would sort of see him falling as a as a big personal loss, and would very much distract her and play on her. Yes, definitely. Um, that that's an angle that can be worked. Um, I, I I think regardless, though, he he is unfortunately going to fall first. I mean, look, we we've said you know when he got through the the prince's round, he is he is pretty canny, he is pretty wily, and you know he's not easily tricked. But he, but he's just, not impervious to fire. Yeah, I mean we we're, we're talking magic users here now, and not just like low-level magic users either. Um. No, that's right. I mean, I think the problem we're always going to have with princes is that they're all the same. Yeah. they. None of them have any particularly unique abilities. Um, the only chance Flynn has is if he gets, like, magic shields and shit from fairies, but uh, sorry, they're dead, because Mushu killed yeah, them. Yeah, so they died. Yeah. yeah they, they died in the, uh, in, the, in, the last, uh, in the last episode. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's one of those unfortunate. I mean, and it's the same if we'd had Eric or if we'd had uh, Philip or Adam or anybody else, they'd have all suffered the same problem because they've got nothing about them other than they are fairly spry, canny human males. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, I guess Flynn's only chance, I said that, you know, obviously Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather are dead, so they can't help, but then Rapunzel's hair can if she can kind of wrap him up then that would i mean see would the fire actually burn her hair because it, it the hair can't really be cut with conventional tools if i remember rightly so but it's magic fire and it's so, you know there's nothing to say it couldn't yeah i mean this is the thing how strong is magic fire does magic fire burn magic hair i don't know i don't know i mean it's Okay, we have to take an educated guess. <laughs> I would say it probably does. Because if, if regular fire will burn regular hair, then magic fire should burn magic hair. Okay, so if we allow that, then, then Flynn definitely doesn't have that as a defense. So his only defense is a frying it's pan. It's, it's going to be run, duck, and cover. And, and use the frying pan, essentially, to deflect. Yeah. Um, but again, if, if if it'll deflect, if it's strong enough to deflect, I mean, no, Hang they, on. Yeah, they do no. withstand Hang quite on. a lot of heat. Yeah, let, let's think about the physics of it. Yeah, frying pan's actually designed to conduct heat, not... <laughs> so, if he's holding yeah. that and trying to deflect, he's just going to burn his fucking hands, isn't he? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's, that's if the flame is con- isn't concentrated enough to, uh, to get his hands in the first place. Yeah. I think he's pretty much toast, unfortunately. Yeah, I think. No pun intended. Yeah, I think I've, I think I've got to agree. Um, he has, he has nothing, does he? He's dead weight here. Yeah, that's it. I mean, his biggest contribution, I think, will be in falling first. The big distraction to Rapunzel. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but I mean, I think I think that that may possibly play into into 
both her and Mushu's favour anyway, because if Rapun- no, if Rapunzel is morning rider of show, she's trying to trying to help him, trying to revive him. Maleficent is going to be right. Okay, I'll go for her, which gives Mushu a chance to get in close because potentially he wouldn't be noticed. So it's it's how how easily he can get around her because then I mean even to a point where okay, he's, I don't know whether his his fire is going to do anything against her or whether it's a case of he can just really he can get in close and stab her in the neck. I don't know. But I mean, again, it's Rider dying would serve as a very big distraction for everybody, and I think that it could potentially be advantageous if it's used properly. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so okay, so he's the first to fall. We get a pissed off Rapunzel. Um, what do you get a pissed off Rapunzel? Or do you get a grief stricken Rapunzel? That's the thing, isn't it? Uh, I think that's the problem. I think she's. I think she's gonna. Be, she would be absolutely devastated. Until she realizes that she's in a fight. Yeah, I think she might be momentarily, and then I think, and this is why she won the princess battle. I think she's got enough grit about her to then just get really fucking angry, um, and and go for it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, it's it's surviving those few moments when he falls and the, the bit where she is heartbroken and devastated and never grief stricken and everything else. It's surviving those and not, and not getting herself set on on magical fire. And then, and then having the chance to respond, and I think that's where Mushu comes in. Because I mean, I said we we haven't really talked about Mushu yet, other than the fact that you know he's kind of fire based. But realistically, he he was quite cunning. He was quite sneaky. He was quite opportunistic himself. So he's going to see that as going right. Okay, dude's down. Everyone's going to be focusing on him and Rapunzel, and Rapunzel and Melissa are going to be sort of focusing on each other. I can do a bit of damage here. I can get in. So if he can get in close enough, he may be able to do something. Now, whether he's going to have enough about him to actually kill Melissa, I don't know. But he's certainly, um, he's certainly getting there and some, he's got he's got some teeth on him. He's certainly getting there and do a bit of damage. Yeah, I mean... Depending on what form she's in, obviously. I mean, you kind of want her to be in huge dragon form just so you can sort of start, you know, biting and chewing her toes and just pissing her off. Yeah, I, see, I think... I think there's probably going to be a tendency... Like, once now that Flynn is gone and... Let's face it, Mushu is, I mean, he's not exactly cute, but he is kind of a cutesy sidekick animal. There is going to be a tendency straight away for Rapunzel to just hook up with him straight away because she's got that about her. Like, she she rocks around with Pascal and stuff like that. She's going to be like, okay, you know, this thing needs protecting is what what I'm trying to say. She's just seen Flynn go. She's going to have it about her that she's going to want to protect him. So I don't know if she's really going to be letting him get in harm's way is the problem i think letting is you're probably right i think it's the fact that he might he may take an opportunity what you know, while she you know, it, as i said it's only gonna be moments if, if, if at all but he's, he's going to use the fact that Ryder is down and she will have seen him fall to it does get himself out of the way and and sort of, and use that as a as an opportunity whether melissa would fall for it, i don't know i think she would probably disregard him because he's so small and puny and pathetic. Whereas you know, she's a giant proper dragon and he's this little you know, Chinese floaty thing you see on menus. Um, so I don't know whether she'd, put, she'd pay him much heed anyway. Yeah, I, I don't think she would either. And that probably works to his advantage, actually, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I think so. So I guess, does she go straight for Rapunzel at this point then and just ignore Mushu? In which case, what we now have essentially is is a battle between a big lumbering dragon that's breathing fire and just rapunzel twirling around everywhere on a hair um trying to bat a dragon with a frying pan 
which look, I kind of really want to see her do this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, you've got to, I mean, they never gave an actual length, but I mean, realistically, that hair has got some range on it. So, I mean, again, if if she's hopping around all over the place and and can make it look convincing enough that she's trying to get in close, that the hair can do, you know, the hair can be doing its bit behind Melissa's back. Or no, she can she can be getting between her legs and all of a sudden make turn into an at and just trip her up. No, she can be she can really use that hair as long as she's quick enough to confuse Maleficent and use the fact that if she's still in this giant dragon form, there's a lot of difference. There's a lot of uh, she has a lot more athleticism and a lot more agility to get around. She could possibly do that and use the hair to advantage there. I mean, you, yeah, she could literally wrap the hair like Battle of Hoth style. <laughs> wrap yeah, exactly. the hair around the dragon's legs yeah and just trip her which in classic in classic disney villain style it could just lead to her falling to her death yeah quite potentially um the question Please, I mean, the question is yeah, it, the other side of that how does she do that though without maleficent noticing like that's gonna have to be pretty fucking quick well i mean it's it, whether it's without her noticing or whether it's with with whether she can get enough of a start to be able to, to to get in almost into position, that then as she's dancing, no, if she's dancing around her feet and trying to trying to wrap her up, Maleficent is going to be trying to counter that by trying to turn and trying to shift her legs and using that to her advantage as well. That she can just keep on twirling and keep on tying things up. Use Mushu as a distraction. You no, know, Mushu would be flying around her head and just pissing her off like a fly. But you no, know, just using that as a, as enough of a distraction to keep on moving because it, we've we've talked about this a million times before about. The, the advantage of speed over size. So as long as she can get a start, I think she'd be okay, and she will have the ability. She'll have the opportunity to be able to uh, restrict her movement that way. Yeah, yeah. I think I just I, yeah. The more we talk about this now, I think between the two of them, they've actually got what they need to take her down. As you say, like Mushi can can annoy and distract her while while Rapunzel just just wraps those legs up. Like, like essentially hog ties her yeah pretty much and then the only question is how do they then stop her using magic to reduce in size and get out of that again I don't know uh, well I mean Rapunzel's hair is long enough that if they're going to trip her and make her fall off a ledge which is how Disney villains die she just holds her all the way down she just keeps her hog tied because the hair's not going to you know Rapunzel's not going to die because her hair falls down a cliff unless she follows no, it that's you know? true so well, yeah. she just lets her tumble to her death, offering no resistance, but just keeps her legs hogtied. Um, I guess the only thing there is, as she's falling, can she then change shape as she's falling into... If she, if she realises so, what's going on, she just turns into a fucking crow or something, doesn't she? Fucking flies away. Because the second yeah. she changes shape, whatever... Yeah, the, the what, hair is useless. Yeah, whatever. Whatever tie is there is now useless. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, she'd have to be pretty fucking dumb to stay tied up until her absolute death, wouldn't she? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, her... I'm trying to remember. Her uh, transmogrification and stuff, what was that? Was there a spell or was that to do with her staff? How did that come about? Because, I mean, maybe there's a mechanism there that can be exploited. I mean, if she needs to say a word, then use the hair to tie up her mouth. If if she needs to, if she needs to, needs her staff, use the hair to keep it away from her. So there's always around that, but I think it depends on the mechanism. Do you know, I don't think there is kind of a set mechanism. I mean, a staff appears, like, 
it, she's always got the staff and she bangs it on the ground and stuff so it would appear as though that's some kind of source of power but i don't think that's ever really made clear i always just kind of assumed she was all powerful gotcha. but that's an assumption more than anything yeah you know um i don't know i don't know no i i'd like to think that she's quick-witted enough to just be able to transform if she sees it i think maybe you could trip her definitely because that would happen especially if the hair's moving quickly that would happen quickly but yeah i think i think once she's been tripped she ain't staying down you know no that's right i mean i think the i mean the manner in which she died um no there aren't any swords lying around there's only frying pans so i mean there's not there's not even a chance to say right well but no that the hair can could no can use a sword and well, can pick up a sword and stab her because there's not one there and if you hit a dragon with a frying pan I don't think it makes much difference uh, probably not unless it's a fucking giant ass frying pan um... yeah exactly and then somebody's got to wield it so you need a giant to wield the giant ass frying pan yeah I mean that's that's assuming that she stays in dragon form as well like I say once she's tripped it might just be that she turns into something else and flies away um and then well I said I mean I'm kind of minded of the um, the fight with um, Merlin and Madame Mim yeah um, where you know, they turn into frogs they turn into sparrows they turn into I think bacteria in the end wasn't it um, and yeah just know this could go on forever yeah it really could um, yeah I, I and don't I think all, all in all it's just going to piss her off as well yeah and that's the thing the more you piss her off I just think the the more keen she's going to be just end it quickly and the more just violent and horrible and nasty she's going to become really not that you can get much more violent and horrible and nasty than a giant ass fire breathing dragon but I I, I don't know a middle aged woman who was uh, not invited to a party that's pretty fucking vindictive (laughs) yeah um I don't yes I mean I I don't know I don't know how you I mean short of a sword and a couple of fairies I don't know how you take Maleficent down yeah, neither do I. I, I. Although similarly, I don't know how you take down an inv- uh, invincible girl either. Well, and let's let's not forget as well. Like Mushu, it, it, like he's shown to be pretty much invulnerable as well. I know it's because he's a cartoon partially, but I, we we said sort of last time that he was in a fight. Like he is an elemental, and yeah, he, like that essentially makes him a god, like of sorts anyway. And yeah. he gets like crushed and burned and all sorts, and and just keeps going, like comically so, you know, like like a cartoon character. So ironically, yeah. So kind of, if anything, Maleficent still is the most fallible in that, you know, she's shown to be mortal. We know she she dies. So yeah. Ah, God, they, like. Do they just keep throwing everything they have at each other until one of them tires out? And if so, who's the first one? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess the thing for me is that they they need to to beat Maleficent. I said the Rapunzel and Mushu would need to be a bit clever about it and work together. Um, I mean, the thing has got to be. I mean, as you said, the way Disney villains die is they fall um, generally. So I mean, the, the way to I don't I guess I don't know if you do the old sort of schoolboy thing and have some have the hair stacked up behind her ready to go and have a have a tripping back up landing chest first onto a, onto a pile of sharp rocks. 
<laughs> that, that is the worst death imaginable. That is just embarrassing. So, so humiliating. That is embarrassing, uh, well, which is kind of perfect for her as a character for it to die in a humiliating way as well. Well, well, that, well that's it. But I mean, I think realistically, I mean, as we've already said, I, I love the way we use the word realistically in this. Um, but realistically, the only way she's going to go, if, if, if there's any sort of long fall, she will just turn into something that can fly. If there's any sort of you know, crushing blow, she will turn it into something solid that is going to absorb the blow. The only way to do it, it's got to be quick, it's got to be unforeseen, but it's, it's got to be something that's so sudden and so violent, she doesn't have a chance to do anything about it. Yeah, it really does have to be immediate. It's not even like you could say, like when you say violent, even if Rapunzel was pissed enough at Flynn dying that she could you know, just wrap the hair around her neck and try and choke her or pop her head off even. Um it's too slow. It's That's it, that's the problem. It's gotta be some and by by violent I, I don't mean no sort of frenzied knife attacks. I thought it's it, I mean so very sudden and very physically damaging. Um I'd say like being impaled on a rock or a spike or something because if you don't see it coming there's nothing you can do about it but it's not as if you're going to be falling for 20 minutes before it goes through your skin it's literally you're there i mean again this is where the hair comes into it because not only is it a case of maybe putting the hair behind her and pushing her over and then impaling her it's also like if there are those sharp spiky objects nearby that the hair's able to grab it and just attack from behind with it so yeah essentially you could essentially stab her in the back with whatever is lying around which is a horrible horrible way for a <laughs> particularly for no, a princess to behave no not at all but then as we've said before rapunzel's not your average disney princess either yeah and, and as we've said many times on the show it's a fight to the death so you, you could have the cutiest cuddliest princessiest princess ever they still need to kill some fucking to, to win yeah so i don't it's, i see i think that could potentially work if there are like stabbing objects nearby um, I mean I think what you've got to think of as well is if if Maleficent takes the form of the, the giant dragon her moving around is going to create those sorts of things because it's going to damage rocks it's going to damage walls, it's going to damage hillsides it's going to damage buildings to the point where you would have jagged rocks Yeah, quite abundantly so assuming then that Mushu can distract her which we know he definitely can because he's an annoying little shit and we've also said that he's practically invulnerable, so he can, you know, she can be blasting fire at him left, right, and center. Yeah, like, and if, if she can hit him in the first place, because he's pretty spry. Yeah, and and even if she does, it's not gonna, it's not really gonna bother him that much. So, no, exactly. if he can distract her, then Rapunzel can definitely stab her from behind. Um, yeah, or providing some sort of clubbing blow. Yeah, providing she still has the hair and Maleficent hasn't taking it out but then i guess if they're quick enough after flynn goes that they're straight on this then yeah then yeah there's no reason because because if she's focused her attention on flynn initially then you know there's no reason that they can't just just catch her by surprise with it you know she she switches focus straight from flynn to mushu um that's going to require a presence of mind from both of them to just be like okay this is what we're doing but maybe the shock of seeing Flynn fall straight away does that maybe I mean you've, you've got to think as well I mean having come through the brackets they kind of know what the score is anyway they know that it's kill or be killed they know that there will be unlikely alliances there will be 
um, unforeseen alliances, but they do need to work. No, they will know that if they work together, they've got a better chance of beating somebody as powerful as Maleficent. So I mean, even though know, even if it's unspoken, there will still be enough about them to say, "Oh shit, do we need to do this? We kind of need to be on this, and we need to be on it now." Yeah. You know, now that we've talked it through, I think they can do it. I think I, think, I so. think we've managed to convince you've certainly managed to convince me. Um, I, so yeah. Just our four listeners to go then. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that's how it goes. You know, I don't think it's a case of because, as I say, I, I the fire, I, I don't know if it can or can't immolate the hill. We we said it could, so we, we'll allow that. But I certainly don't think it can touch Mushu. So that her just breathing green fire isn't isn't going to do anything. No, I don't think so. I mean, it's going to look so fucking it... badass, but oh god, yeah. I mean, it's, she'd have but to I mean, the... she'd have to catch Mushu to bite him in half, and even then, it's whether he'd just pop back into shape. Um, yeah, and I mean, the thing is, well, you, you you know full well that she'd give him absolutely full blast with the green fire, and. He'd, you know, he'd, he'd make it look like he was dead and all that, so he'd play dead, and then he'd just get up, wink, and say something fucking stupid because it's Eddie Murphy, and then carry on being an annoying little cunt. Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, I think I'm, I think I'm ready to say that's the way this goes. I think the two of them okay. take her down. What I mean, what do you think? Can she offer anything else other I than? I mean, look, we know she can. The problem is we don't really know the limit of her power. Because I don't think no, we ever really sure. see it. We just assume that she is all powerful. Um, well, yeah, she demonstrates more um, more traits than anybody else that suggests that she is entirely omnipotent. Yeah, and I, and we know that she's certainly incredibly cunning, but yeah. we also know that she is incredibly prone to hissy fits. Hence, yeah, she, you didn't invite me very... to a party, so I'm gonna fucking okay. curse your okay. whole kingdom. Yeah, and I think that not only that, that she's very arrogant as well. That she's some entire, she's supremely confident in her own abilities. Yeah, I, to a point where everybody else is stupid. Everybody else is doing, nobody else knows what they're doing. Fuck's sake, I'll do it myself. And there is enough there, as I say. If you wind her up, she's just going to fly off the handle. There is enough there to manufacture her downfall because Mushu can push those buttons definitely. Oh God, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, th- I think I, I think, think they can do it. Yeah, I think they can do it. Okay, so. Rapunzel skewers her from behind with a jagged edge of a rock that she's stomped up. Yep, I'll go for that. So that now leaves Mushu and Cuddly versus Coot and Cuddly and Rapunzel. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Now this is where I mean, it gets for, really interesting. Um, now for me, she's doe-eyed enough and nice enough that she'll probably persuade him to top himself. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, she's got she's got the princess side of her personality to to play on there, I guess. Um, and, That's it. And, and I mean, no, the, the sidekick has got to be no, the, the the willing sacrificial lamb. They, they very rarely are, but they've got to be willing to do it. Well, I mean, he's also isn't part of his character. I may be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. Isn't part of his character that he is supposed to be like some guardian elemental that's guarding? I, I don't. I, I, mean, I can't remember. I'm sure he's he's some sort of guardian or something like that, but. Anyway, that doesn't yeah, that doesn't change the fact that it's a fight to the death. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. Um, yeah, I mean, this at this point, I mean, <sighs> this is one of those things where we said we, I mean, we hit on it earlier. Sometimes we have to maneuver characters around their traits, and this is one of those things because it's like 
Rapunzel's not going to want to kill him because, as I say, I think if anything, it's in her nature to try and protect him because he's the cute and cuddly sidekick. Um, yeah. He doesn't need protecting, so... Yeah, does he just use that to his advantage, being that he is, you know, a sly little fucker anyway, and just... <laughs> yeah, he is, but I mean, on on the flip side of that, I mean... We know, we, we know that she is, it's very difficult to kill her, we know, well, we, from what we've seen thus far, it's impossible to kill her, you know, there may be a way, we don't know, but what does, I don't know what, what Mushu's got in his arsenal at that point, that he can actually use that's going to be able to, um, to undo that, or to overcome that, whereas at some point he's going to get tired, and she's, you know, again, the hair can just swat him out of the sky, and smother him. And I, I think it does have to be smothering because, as I say, we've seen him regain shape after being crushed and stuff like that, and we know he can't be burned. But yeah. if you... I mean, the thing was with Maleficent, like, if, if she was going to get smothered, we, we said she could just shapeshift and make a way out of it. Now, he's pretty wriggly and stuff, so he is going to be hard to pin down, but ultimately, if you stop something breathing, it is going to yeah. die. Well, yeah, that's the assumption. I mean, obviously, it is, it is a magical creature, but the assumption is yes. If you if you if you crush it enough, it will it it will die. So, I mean, yes, okay, we said no. If you if you drop rocks on on it and stuff, yes, you can regain shape. But if you if you use the hair like a constrictor, like a snake, and you just keep squeezing it in, but also keep wrapping and wrapping and wrapping to a point where not only are you crushing his breathing apparatus, you you get to a point where you crush his head, or you, or you, you pen his tail in, so you can't actually squirm out of it. I think I think that very quickly he's going to become dinner. Yeah, I think so too. It's just about again, it's about getting Rapunzel to that point. But we have to remember that at, at this point in time, not only has she single-handedly murdered all of her, all of her friends. Uh, she's, yeah, her boyfriend is dead. She's also just seen the man she loved brutally murdered in front of her, and has murdered a. Wicked Queen. And let's be fair, wish. she's not the most stable person to begin with. No, she's slightly unhinged. Yeah. So I guess it's not going to take too much for her to just snap and go postal. I mean, to be honest, I mean, I don't think she needs to snap at this point. Having been through all she's been through, this will just be another affront. And I think that Mushi was the sort of character who will go, I know, we've just done this great thing. High five. Oh, fuck, I set you on fire. Sorry, my bad. And I think that. I think she's canny enough to recognise that, having been through all she's already, she's already been through. I mean, yeah, you hit the nail on the head earlier when you called him an annoying little cunt. Um, it really is. Like sooner or later, even if they were to form a temporary truce, like sooner or later, you're gonna want to kill the little prick because he sounds like Eddie Murphy. So, yeah. like sooner or later, like it's coming. Like she is gonna, even if she fucking smothers him in his sleep, it, it's coming. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's I'd, I'd say that's probably fair, but I think, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you use the sudden celebration to your advantage. That it's the same as you know, in in sport, you, you you score and everybody runs over and you know, high fives and smacks each other in the ass and all that sort of stuff. And it's the sort of thing he would do. He'd sort of, you know, strip his tail up to you know, to give you a high five, and he'd just catch it in the hair and start wrapping and wrapping and wrapping until he can't get out, and then just let him suffocate. Yeah, I mean, there is also that element of which of the two is the most gullible, and it. It's definitely. I mean, don't get me wrong. Rapunzel's pretty gullible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I think she's learned. She would have learned a lesson after Gotham. Exactly. She? Yeah, but she's been burned, doesn't she? So. Yeah. Exactly. And and Mushu so is is just got that more kind of. 
I, I, I hate to use the word because I consider him annoying, as you said, but he's more of that kind of lovable, trusting character that he's just, as you said, like, yeah, we just won, let's have a party, Woo, whereas she's just going to see that as an opportunity and be yeah. like, yeah, you celebrate, I'm going to just squeeze the life out of you. I'd not thought of this, actually. I mean, I'd not thought of this, actually, until we just said that, but it's very similar trait to what Eddie Murphy brings to Donkey and Shrek as well. Yes. He's the, he's the idiot sidekick who everything is rosy. Yes. We won the battle. Let's let's all get. No, let's all go and have cake. Yes. And it's. I'm, I'm wondering now if it's an Eddie Murphy thing rather than a, a writing thing. Oh, it's definitely an Eddie Murphy thing. Yeah. Well, the being an annoying bastard thing. I, I get that. But, uh... Yeah. So. Yeah, I think actually, <sighs> like when you when you, if you just weigh it up purely on. On the means of like, one of them has to kill the other one, and who is, whose character is more capable of doing it. I think it's Rapunzel. I think so. Um, yeah, I, I think it's got to go that way. Um, just out of curiosity, um, before we wrap up in that case, who was your money on before you went into this? Oh, Maleficent. All the fucking way. <laughs> like, okay, just, just checking. Yeah, all the fucking way. I actually thought this was going to be over in the first five minutes. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought this was going to be the quickest, most one-sided, easiest fight we ever did. Um, and for the same reason, I thought it was going to be was going to come in, just barnstorm everybody, and then go on and like take over the earth or something. So yeah, I've been quite pleasantly surprised. Uh, look, pleased. You know, I'm on record with these things as saying like this is my second favorite princess and <laughs> my favorite of the modern era. So quite pleased that it's turned out this way. Um, I did think for. A, for a second there as we were talking it through that maybe Mushu was going to sneak another one and if I'm honest, as annoying a little prick as he is, I would have found that funny uh, yeah. <laughs> because way back at the start of this thing when, when we started off and, and we were talking about the sidekicks bracket, he was the one that we were both like, well, no fucking chance, Mushu's a cock and yeah. he snuck that round and it just would have been funny for him to sneak this one as well but yeah, I I, I did uh, think once once we once we off Maleficent, I thought yeah he's got a chance here. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I'm surprised, but in talking it through, I mean that's that's how this show goes sometimes. You know, quite often we come into this with with clear favourites and end up being disappointed, and sometimes we come in with with picks that we think are going to go down and they don't. And I guess this is just one of those times. I was I was absolutely convinced even before we had this show, before we'd been through all of the brackets, like. Once we had Maleficent in place, it was just like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> She's the winner. Um, yeah, no, I, I kind of had, um, when we started, I thought Genie Jafar would go uh, quite far, uh, quite uh, quite a distance. Um, but obviously they have that Genie code where they can't kill people. Yeah. yeah. That kind of makes it difficult to win a death match. But um, yeah, I've been quite surprised by this. I'm pleased by it. But, uh, I, I did not see um, Maleficent getting absolutely cane and finishing third actually not even uh, yeah yeah not even hang on isn't the genie code that the wishes can't kill people i think the g oh but then i guess they can't use their powers if they're not wished yeah so yeah exactly he's like and a... when, i know when they're when they're free they um their powers are reduced anyway yeah. he's like a big blue batman of sorts essentially <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. um i don't think he's ever been described as that before yeah, well, there you go. That's the first for this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then the, the, the Disney battles that we've done at the end the of... The Supreme some... Disney Champion of the whole yeah, I mean, Disney I, I, universe. Uh, yeah, after some you know, 45, 50 combatants, it's Rapunzel. 
Now, if you said you saw that one coming at the start, I'd call you a liar. Um, but good for you if you did, if you called it. Um, I hope you had money on it, because we didn't. Um, but yeah, if you want to uh, talk to us about that, if you want to just get in touch generally, you can get us uh, via our website. That's ddpodcast.net. Uh, on uh, Twitter, we're ddpodnet. Uh, on Facebook, with the Double M Podcast Network. And we love hearing from people. So if you want to get in touch about anything, really, just um, drop us a line and we'll respond or we won't, or we'll mention you or we won't, and we'll take it from there. But so until next time. See you later. Yeah.